Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach. And in this episode, I wanna give you a very practical tip to make your editing life so much easier, especially in the day and age that we live in. But before I get into it, I would like to also take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you aren't already. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It means a lot to me. So let's get into it. What is this tip? It's a very simple tip, and, but, but very powerful. And that's to always conform your footage before editing. So what do I mean by this? Nowadays, uh, a lot of us uh, are editing with mixed footage, meaning uh, I'll just give you an example of my life. Some footage may be coming in from a Blackmagic camera, a RED camera, an iPhone, a Samsung, and this and that, right? And, and you're kind of mixing it all together. Not always, but, but even some, you know, even on a professional movie, a lot of footage may be shot on a RED, let's say, but, you know, secondary footage and things like that might be shot on a Blackmagic. And the thing of it is, uh, you know, we call these mixed formats. And even though editing systems nowadays are supposed to like be able to utilize all these and things like that. I just find no matter what, uh, if I don't conform the footage ahead of time, it just, it, it, it starts to lag in terms of the edit. Things get off, things are off sync, things look weird and so forth because you're, you know, some of it you're mixing different frame rates, obviously different aspect ratios and so forth. And so, what conforming means is you you put it through, you know, whether it's um, Adobe Media Encoder or something or other, and you you apply the same settings to it and output all of the footage to be, you know, what the, the standard that you're going to use. So it could be Apple ProRes, um, anything you ultimately want, although you don't want it to be, you know, you don't want it like an H.264, which is a lower quality, um, you know, file format. You want to you want to retain a good good quality, uh, but doing this, you know, I, and especially now because like a lot of the stuff that I do is for social media now in terms of promos and so forth. So I will get um, iPhone footage, and even though like let's say I get six clips from six different people, even though it's all iPhones, again the resolution is different, the frame rates might be different. Uh, you know, something might be uh, 30 frames per second exactly. Uh, others might be, you know, 29.97 or 24 and, and whatever else, right? Some some of it might be 2K, other, you know, 1080p. And it's just, it's just a mess. And again, these editing soft, software um, are supposed to be able to take it, but I just, you know, I just run into problems when, when I export it, all of a sudden people are saying like, it looks out of sync and so forth. And you know, the simple solution for it. And, and it comes from my like love of Avid. Avid, you know, no matter what you import into it, it automatically starts to, it, it transcodes it into its own sort of file format, thereby conforming it, right? You select at the start of, you know, the project of what what the footage is gonna be. You know, is it is it 1080p, is it 2K, whatever? And you kind of go off of that. And I much, you know, Nowadays, like I just I just do that with everything because I just don't want to deal with the headache of of render times of it slowing down and things being off sync or whatever else. So it's it's a simple thing. Yes, it's going to eat up some time ahead of of your edit. You know, especially if you have a lot of footage, but it will save you so many headaches and it um, it will allow you to work as as Robert Rodriguez likes to say at the speed of thought. You know, I'd much rather 
uh, when editing, be able to do it versus having to render or, or be like, oh, this is off and is it off, is it not? So just please, uh, you know, pick a file format and conform all your footage before you input it into your edited software so it, it is the same, okay? Now also just kind of a tangent tip, uh, does that mean that like you have to have everything in the utmost big quality? No, you can actually have it on a, on a more workable resolution, right? Let's say 1080 at like, you know, it doesn't have to be Apple ProRes exactly. It could be a smaller file version. And then when, when you have things edited, well then, you know, as is typical, you can up-res that to, to the higher quality later. Um, that's another kind of tutorial for another day, but I just wanted to kind of introduce that thought for you in this as well. Anyway, that's the tip. Thank you for listening. I hope it is beneficial. If you have any questions or comments of your own, please share. Uh, write them down below or hit me up on social media at Velsvitek. And if you think this might be beneficial to somebody in your life, please share it with them. I certainly would appreciate it and I appreciate you. I'll see you next time.